We pulled into the empty parking lot behind the mobile gas station, next to Cody's Meat Market on Higginson Avenue. He took the keys from the ignition and got out. I sat motionless as he walked behind the car, came around to the passenger side, unlocked the door, and slowly walked away. He walked in front of the car, turned left, and was near the driver's front fender when I pulled open my door and jumped out. I stood in the parking lot looking straight at him, fearing what might happen if I let him out of my sight. Time stood still. I was standing on the passenger side of the car, he was standing on the driver's side, the car between us offering me five feet of safety. With his head down, never looking in my direction, he just opened the driver's door to his shitty little car and got in. I was terrified and furious at the same time. I bent down, picked up a piece of broken cement from one of those blocks you pull up to at the front of a parking spot, and threw it against the hatchback window of the purple AMC Gremlin. I had to leave a mark. I had to be able to prove to the cops that it was this guy in this car. The sound of shattering glass reassured me, and no doubt angered him beyond rage. All I had to do was cross Higginson Avenue, get through the bowling alley parking lot, up the hill behind the back of the building, and down Middle Street, three blocks to home. I ran into traffic and kept running, never looking back, running to get away, running to get home, running away, to stay alive. Every breath was a deep breath, filling my lungs with rapid bursts of cold March air. My heart was pounding, my pulse was racing. I was scared, terrified, hysterical, crying, trembling, and in pain. Every sense was heightened. Sounds were magnified, lights were brighter. I could hear the motor on the giant rotating bowling pin as the glowing neon Lincoln Lane sign lit up the corner of Higginson Avenue. I ran down the sloping driveway of the bowling alley, across the parking lot, and to the back of the building. This part of town was familiar and safe territory for me. My friends and I played back here, We rode our bikes up and down the hill that rose up to the dead end of Middle Street. We played one-man tennis here, hitting balls against the back of the bowling alley. We hit golf balls in the sand, the younger boys making believe we were in the world's largest sand trap, while the older guys hung out in their cars, drinking beer and rolling dice. But making it up the hill this night seemed impossible. I ran, lost my balance, tripping over my own feet falling face first to the ground. I got up, stumbled and fell again, and began crawling on my hands and knees. I had to keep moving, moving toward home. I was losing time and distance. Had he come after me? Was he chasing me through the parking lot? Was he coming up the hill? Where was he? Who was he? My hands were bleeding from crawling on the hard, frozen sand. I made it to the top of the hill and into Greg's backyard, but I was too ashamed and embarrassed to go to his house for help. I had to get home. I just needed to get home. I was exhausted. I ran up the street past Ricky's house and started hiding behind trees, crouching behind parked cars to rest and catch my breath. Why was it so hard to get away? Why was it taking so long to go such a short distance? Where was everybody? Why wasn't anyone who could help me on the street? Then I heard a car, 
I was sure that it was him. I was sure he was looking for me, tracking me down. He must have thought he'd gotten away with what he'd done, until I broke the rear window. How was he going to explain that? It had to be him coming back to find me, to beat me, to kill me. I was being hunted in a very real game of deadly hide-and-go-seek. I had stayed alive tonight, but now I was about to die on the street six houses from home. His car was coming. Use your head, I thought. I lay on my belly and crawled under the rear bumper of a Ford Galaxy parked on Middle Street. A few more feet, and I was wedged between the rear tires. He wouldn't find me there. In a fetal position, with my head resting on my right arm, I lay under the Ford, praying for the car to pass. All I could see were the tires of the approaching car. What a mistake. How was I to know if it really was the guy in the purple gremlin or not?